What is your business's appointment cancellation policy? And what about refunds? Policies differ from business to business. That's because what's right for your business may be totally wrong for another. But one thing is for certain in 100% across the board. You must have a complete, clear, and comprehensive set of written service policies that your clients know about and understand and agree to from the start. Well, not having them or maybe having an inadequate set of policies, that leads to bad things like loss of income, legal risks, a bad reputation, and the list goes on and on. We know you're not a body contouring professional because you love administrative work like writing policies, but since you have to do it, we're going to help. In this episode, we're outlining the service policies that you do have to have, like your body contouring refund and cancellation policies, and we'll discuss other body contouring service policies that you really should consider including and why. So if you'd like to have all the policies lined out for you and save yourself tons of time and lots of headaches, listen to this episode. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast, where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Hi there, body contouring professionals. Kay here. Shannon and I sure appreciate you being here too. Well, we know you find it so much more enjoyable to talk about treatments, but body contouring is a business after all. And business matters are just as important as our treatments. And what we're discussing today is very important. So, to reiterate, we understand you didn't go into body contouring to write written service policies, but you do need to do it to protect yourself and your business. And sooner, really, rather than later. And here's why. Like we said in our intro to this podcast, not having adequate written policies leads to legal risks, lost income, harm to your reputation, the appearance of unprofessionalism, and confusion amongst your staff and your clients. So, listen carefully as we outline the service policies that you must include like your body contouring refund and cancellation policies, and as we discuss, many other body contouring service policies that you should consider seriously, including and why. So you may not have even thought of some of these, but when you hear them, you'll realize that you probably need them. That's because body contouring service policies are the rules. For your business. As an orderly society, we have rules for just about everything we do, right? What well, your body contouring service policies are those rules for your business. And at those rules should clearly define what's expected of you, your team, 
and your clients. So as such, your body contouring service policies help to manage all those differing expectations. We've talked about that before. And having clearly defined policies ensures that your business is going to operate smoothly, safely, and in an organized manner. And you'll need to acquaint your clients with all of your body contouring service policies. Simply setting your body contouring service policies, that's just not enough. You've got to provide notice of your rules for doing business with you. And remember, your clients need to understand them and agree to them. So your body contouring service policy should either be one displayed prominently in your facility like behind your front desks, in your restrooms, your treatment rooms. Number two, which we like, provided in writing and be included in your client intake paperwork with a space for your client to acknowledge and agree. And or, which we also like, number three, displayed digitally on your website with a click to agree button before scheduling an appointment. Now, here's your goals, what you want to accomplish with your body contouring service policies. Your body contouring service policies should protect your time, your income, and your reputation. They should prevent misunderstandings, and they should minimize legal risks. And they should also convey that the policies are in place because you value your clients and you want to make sure that they're happy. So when outlining your policies, make sure they're a good fit for your business. The same policy that may be absolutely perfect for one business may not fit your business at all. So up next, we're going to detail a lot of different policies. Policies that we think every aesthetics business should have. So Use what we're going to give you to get started if you want. It's a great starting point, but be sure to tailor them all to fit your business. Okay, well, let's get started with our body contouring service policy guide that you can use. Now, the first category of policies falls under appointments. And a good place to start is the arrival time for the appointment. What we think is a good practice is to ask your clients to arrive about 15 minutes early for their first appointment to allow adequate time for intake paperwork and any other breaks that they might need. Now, if your client is previous and intake paperwork is already done, um, we would still recommend that you ask them to arrive five to 10 minutes early, and that allows time to update any paperwork, say their medical history, it's time to be updated, or they're going to be having a new procedure or treatment that day, and you need time to go over the consent form for that. And also for any restroom breaks, because you will be asking your clients to go to take a restroom break prior to any treatments. Now for each policy that we're going to be discussing, you're gonna need to create a similar policy, but one that fits your business. So for this one, decide how you're gonna handle arrivals how you're going to tell them um, how early to arrive, 
And then you need to figure out what you're going to do when those arrivals are outside of those arrival windows and put it in your policy. So that kind of brings us to late arrivals. So what we like to see is telling your clients that when they arrive late for an appointment, that you're going to make every effort to provide the service whenever it's possible. But really, anything past 10 to 15 minutes late, late, that can seriously impact the quality of the treatment that you're going to provide. And so you may not be able to deliver your care. You can use this or a variation that fits your business. And we have a question because you're going to need to be thinking about this and putting it in your policies is will you charge a fee when this late arrival actually results in what happens to be a canceled appointment because they can't be seen. So that brings us to rescheduling. When your clients need to reschedule, um, your business is probably going to need at least 24 hours notice. So what are you, are you going to ask them for 24 hours? Are you going to ask them for less? Are you going to ask them for more? And if they fail to provide this requisite notice, is it going to result in a late fee or a late cancellation fee? So, or will you give them warnings and will you put that in your policies or just know it's a trick that you can pull out of your pocket? So be thinking about these things. And that brings us to cancellations. When your clients cancel an appointment, um, make sure they know that it requires at least a, whatever you're going to say, 12, 24, 48 hours notice to cancel any appointments. And make sure your clients know what is considered notice. Like, are you going to accept only a phone call or are texts okay, or emails? In other words, what kind of notice is acceptable? Make sure your client knows that. And you're going to need to be thinking if you're going to charge a fee when the proper notice isn't given. And not only that, but how much of a fee if you are, and will you give warnings? What about no-shows? You need to have a policy for that. You need to remind your clients in your policies that you've devoted this appointment time for them and that there being a no-show may therefore result in a no-show fee. And that's if you are going to charge a fee. And again, if you are, how much? Will it be the full price of the service? Will it be a portion of the service? Do they get a warning? And what about those repeated no-shows? How are you going to address those? You need to have answers for all that written in your policies. Now, there's a few other appointment-related policies that you might consider. Are you going to require deposits for appointments? And if you do, are those deposits going to be refundable or non-refundable? Will you charge the appointment card, I mean the credit card on file, for appointment-related penalties? Will you accept online bookings? Will you send appointment reminders, and if so, at what intervals, and will they be sent by phone, text, or email? That's a lot to think about, guys, right? 
And it's going to require really thinking how you want, what is your brand? How does your business operate? How do you, how do you want your business to operate? So just be thinking about it and let's move on. Next up is really the media's policy section. And that's policies regarding money, your sales, and your fees. But before we dive into these critical policies, and there are a lot of them, Shannon has a message for us. Ready to start your own body contouring business? Or add in-demand body contouring services to your current business? We've created online courses to make it easy. Without a huge investment, time-consuming research, or taking dangerous risks, our online certification courses lay out complete roadmaps for implementing the most popular and affordable body contouring devices on the market. Each course is complete with an explanation of technologies, method of action, step-by-step -step treatment protocols, downloadable forms, and more. After completing each course, you'll have the knowledge to deliver desired results and generate maximum revenue. Become a body contouring expert. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com, click on the certification courses from the menu, and discover the courses that can transform your business today. Okay, so here we go. Policies centering around money, your sales, your fees, your refunds. There's a lot of them, and all of them are super important. And let's start off with one that's very basic, the form of payment that your business accepts. For example, you could advise clients that you accept MasterCard, Visa, Discover, and American Express. You also accept cash payments, but you do not accept insurance, HSA or health savings accounts as payments or care credit. Now, that's just an example. You need to decide what you are going to, what forms of payment that you're going to accept. And if you accept cash, are you going to require exact change or are you going to always have change on hand? Will you accept all the credit cards or are there some cards that the fees are just too high for, for your business and so you're not going to accept? And here's a biggie. Will you accept checks? So next, you're going to tell them when payment is expected. So you're going to tell your clients that payment is going to be expected at the time the service is delivered. I think everyone needs to do that, but the question is, will payment be required up front before services are rendered, or will you collect payment after you've delivered services? Next up, treatment series and treatment packages. Now, at the time of purchase, we highly recommend you ask your clients to sign agreements to their treatment series and or their treatment packages. Because remember, these treatment series and packages, they include discounting pricing in exchange for your client's commitment to your recommendations. So make this clear in a written form or agreement outlining the, quote, deal. This is often ideally done um, at the consultation, but it doesn't always work that way. So make sure you have plans 
in your policies to get this done. On your agreement, make sure that the regular price and the series price are both delineated. So you're going to provide details on your agreement. For example, prepayment for six lipo laser treatments performed once weekly at $99 per treatment. Regular price, $149. It's also a great idea to include the treatment schedule as an attachment or within the actual body of your agreement. Now, here's some questions to think about. What happens if the client fails to complete her treatments? Or if she's non-compliant with her appointments? Or if she tells you she wants to stop before she even finishes? Will there be any refunds allowed? Will you offer an exchange of the credit that she has for other services? Will you allow her to gift her credit to someone else? And think about this. How much time are you going to allow your clients to complete their series or their packages? At what point, in other words, does she forfeit the prepayment? Could be never. It could be if she doesn't use it in two years. It could be if she doesn't use it in one year. But you need to come up with your plan, your policy on what's right for your business. Because remember, if you've collected a big bulk of a payment up front and you still need to deliver those services, that's going to be something that's hanging over your business until those services are delivered. So what about refunds? Hot topic. You know, body contouring is not an exact science. Results do vary from person to person. Plus, you're going to have some clients who don't make clear to you that they have unrealistic expectations, which you'll never be able to meet. And so the bottom line is, you're going to have unsatisfied clients from time to time. And they're likely to ask you for a refund. So you need to be upfront and direct with your refund policy. For example, no refunds will be issues for issued for services rendered. And we do recommend a hardline no refund policy. But at the same time, you don't want unhappy clients. So what are some things that you can do instead? Well, in the case of an unhappy client demanding her money back, we suggest that you consider things like offering another treatment or two at no charge to help make her feel satisfied. It's a good tool to have in your toolbox, but it's probably not best to disclose this tool in your policies. Just go out with your no refund at all for services rendered policies policy and then know that when you're sitting down trying to come up with a successful resolution with this client that you have that tool to offer. Now here's a pro tip. You need to protect yourself from unreasonable claims and demands because they're usually the result of, like we said, unrealistic expectations or unreasonable people. So include in your treatment plan agreements the definition of how results are measured. In other words, photos, measurements, etc. And define what you consider to be results. Make it an objective standard. Leave out 
any subjectivity. Um, that's why you sometimes just need those hard numbers of measurements rather than photos, because people can always disagree on what a photo shows. Okay, that was a heavy topic. What about deposits to hold appointments? Are you going to require those? Are you going to require them, but only for your, like your hot services? Will the deposits be refundable or non-refundable? And what happens to the deposit in the case of a late show, a no-show, or a cancellation? Make these decisions now. Credit card on file. Will you require a credit card on file to even have an appointment at your business? And will you charge the card under any condition or under certain conditions like no-shows, late cancellations, etc.? If your business offers gift certificates, you need to include that in your policies as well. Will you agree to refunds, cashbacks, um, will you have an expiration date on the gift certificate? It's similar to your uh, prepayment for um, treatment series and treatment packages. You've collected the money up front. You've not delivered the service. So that's going to be hanging over your, your head until you do. So just know that when you're um, setting your policy. What about products? Do you sell products? Well, we recommend a no-refunds policy for products. Maybe allow in-store credit if the product's returned unused and in original packaging within a short period of time, whether you say three days, seven days, two weeks, whatever you decide. So that was a whole lot to consider for the money policies in your business. Moving on to the final section, which we call either operations policies or general policies. These are policies that address basic rules for your business that really affect everyone. Let's start off with cell phones. Kind of, um, kind of a touchy subject. Will you ask your clients to put their cell phones on silent when they're, you're, they're at your business? Will you have rules regarding your clients taking photos or documenting things at your business? Will you allow your clients to take a phone call or take calls during treatments? So think about those things um, and include them on your policies. Next up is another touchy subject, and that's children. Um, is your facility going to be a no-child zone? Um, or are you going to allow them? Because we all want our businesses to be calm, relaxing, quiet, and uh, feel have our clients feel like they're being pampered. Um, and it's a place really for adults to enjoy. So will you allow minor children at your business? And also, when you do allow minor children at your visit, say your, your client brings her to her five-year-old and seven-year-old with her, it's in the summer and they're out of school, um, will you and your business take responsibility for these minors when she's undergoing a treatment? Will you have these minors in the room? Um, these are just things to think about that you need to have a plan for um, moving forward. So, 
How will you convey to your clients in ways that are meaningful that both you and your team have their best interests in mind when you do make recommendations, whether it's services or products? One way is to tell them in your policies that no one earns commission on sales. For example, you could say, our number one goal is to help you achieve the results you want. We believe in listening to you, then sharing our knowledge and recommendations to help. With this in mind, you can be assured that we're only going to make recommendations with your needs in mind. If your team does not earn commission, this is a good place to tell them no one is, is earning sales commission at X, your business name. Now, a good workaround if, you're, if your team is used to getting sales commission um, is rewarding your entire team as a team when they hit a team sales benchmark rather than commission for individual sales. And we have a blog article that might help you structure something like this if you're interested. It's called Use This Process to Determine Proper Staff Compensation for Your Aesthetic Business, and we'll leave a link to it in our show notes. Now, a policy that you may not have thought about is related to your website content. Since body contouring businesses like yours give advice on health and body issues, we recommend you include a disclaimer. Tell your clients that the information in your website, which hasn't been approved by the FDA, not what you're writing in your website, because you're providing what you're providing is contents for helpful and general information for your clients or your prospects. Treatments, tell them treatments, services, and products that your business recommends or provides that are not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any medical or health problem. You just need to make these kind of things clear. Now, our disclaimer for this episode, consult your attorney for specifics of what you should include in your particular disclaimer because laws and standards vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction and every business is unique. So that's it. Those are the must-have policies And we think it's a lot to think about. It's a lot of policies, and each one of them really requires deep thinking. And the what-ifs if you go down a certain route. Um, One helpful thing you might want to do is take a look at policies that are posted for other operations similar to yours. But you must keep in mind that every business is different, and what fits that business may be a really poor fit for yours. So here's some final tips for writing your body contouring service policies. Be clear, be concise. Use plain language that your clients can understand. Avoid technical terms. Be upfront about your policies, even if and probably especially when they're not favorable to the client. You want them to have knowledge ahead of time. Get legal advice if you have any questions. Now, by following what you've learned in this episode, you will be able to create body contouring service policies that will not only protect your business, but they'll mold you into a market leader in your field. So don't put it off. 
Put it at the top of your to-do list. That's it for today, guys. Until next time, beautiful wishes. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great rest of your week.